Hey, man. What's going on? Have you ever heard of Billy Mitchell? Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. No. <laughs> well, do we have a show for you? <laughs> bum, 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 bum. If you like to quilts doing arcades, <laughs> we're trying to get to the story first. Come on, come on. <laughs> Look at the nerdiest people you've ever seen. Look how pale they are. Don't make eye contact. That'll spook them. And he's got a giant head. And so he sues. He looks like a mascot for a school whose mascot is the heads. Go heads. Things I learned last night. So Billy Mitchell. Sounds like a car salesman. Honestly, I was going to show you his picture yet, but the fact that you said that looks like a car salesman <laughs> and a WWE wrestler. Is he a wrestler? Uh, he's the closest thing you can get to a WWE wrestler without actually being a WWE wrestler. Oh, here's something very important about Billy Mitchell. I want to highlight for a second, though. This is Billy Mitchell mm-hmm. um, and Billy Mitchell is a man who owns only one tie. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. That's variation. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I went a little too far. <laughs> this one's a little different. <laughs> Why was that actor playing Billy Mitchell? <laughs> I guess I'll find out, but I guess you'll find out. <laughs> okay. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I would. Well, I went a little too far. So yeah, there is a variation in there. So they do vary a little bit, but he pretty much sure. exclusively wears American flag ties. Um, is he a Donkey Kong <laughs> champion? Yeah. So Billy Mitchell because he's is, in front of Donkey Kong in all these pictures and he's also in an arcade in this one. Yeah, and he, he this video looks like he is a lawyer for arcade incidents. <laughs> <laughs> Have he, you or a loved one been injured in an arcade? <laughs> That's what it looks like. Have you have you or a loved one been playing pinball and had the pinball shoot out and gouge your eyes out? Have you been pinballed by someone you love? (laughs) Billy Billy Mitchell's made me one million dollars after my pinball incident. So what happened? So Billy Mitchell, he is significant because he's really honestly, 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 probably the first big esports personality ever. Okay, in history. Um, and here's he's got a uh, uh, and the recent history for him has been a little controversial. Recent history, recent history, he got me too. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> his recent history has been a little controversial, but we'll start. We'll start it in, in his not recent history. We call that the past. Uh, <laughs> He was born in 1965 okay. in Holyoke, Massachusetts, which Holyoke, Holyoke, Holyoke is a great town name. Great, like it, it just, seems like a like not a Hallmark movie, but it seems like a movie that's making fun of Hallmark movies. You know what I'm talking about? It does. It does. It's like it, though. It's it flows. It's so meta that it's like Holyoke. Holyoke. No, it just. But what I'm saying is like it just flows off the tongue like molasses, like Massachusetts. Holy. Uh, <laughs> Holyoke. It just Holyoke. feels good. Like if you Holyoke. Holyoke where? Massachusetts. Holyoke, Massachusetts. Holyoke, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
but he uh, he moved to South Florida and pretty much lived the rest of his life in South Florida. Yeah, which he looked like a Florida. He guy. does look like a Florida man. That is Florida man. Yeah, um, you can see because like the <laughs> skin cancer he's got from the sun. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, and he came up in uh, pinball era, uh, and so like born in sixty five. Okay. Got really, really into pinball. Frequent in the local arcade. Sure, was a pinball pinball man, and uh, I didn't prepare this. <laughs> but okay, I, I, you know that song, Pinball Wizard. Yeah, is Pinball Wizard the song? Pretty much the same, like that era's Fortnite song. What's the Fortnite song? You know the Fortnite song. No. Was that kid? And he's like, I don't know the words because I'm not like a Fortnite fan, but it's like a literal kid. You don't know the Fortnite song? I don't know the Fortnite song. Well, I, I clearly don't know it either, but I know it enough to know. Gotcha. Yes. Um, no. Pinball Wizard is not the same because Pinball Wizard is about a, a kid at the arcade. Who is deaf, dumb, and blind? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Do you not know the lyrics to Pinball I guess Wizard? I don't know how Pinball Wizard works. He's a pinball wizard. Yeah, I thought it was just a kid that was really good at pinball. That deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. Dun, 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 wow. Dun, dun, he's even more impressive now. Yeah, he's really deaf, dumb, and blind. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like the whole thing. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. This Death, changes my whole kid. perception of that song. I thought it was just I thought it was just the who thought people that were good at pinball are really cool. No, and they, they were making fun of their local uh, <laughs> special needs person is what they were doing. No, they are. They're respecting him for his pinball skills. That deaf, dumb and blind kid. <clears throat> yeah, but it was what the 70s sure has a big heart. That's not what they said. <laughs> Sure, sure is fun to hang out with. No, hey, but sure if, is fun to make a song about and monetize and make a lot of money off of. I bet that he plays a mean pinball. I bet there was no actual kid that they were writing about. They probably made it up. You as a stand up should know this. Everything's made up. <laughs> uh, no, so Billy Billy. He started out as a pinball kid because uh, he's got to feel the pinball. Is the whole thing? He's deaf, dumb, and blind. Oh, so he feels it. So he's going off of <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you, but here's the thing: you play. I was both at the same time. Yeah, I know, I know. But you played pinball, like that's. I have a pinball machine. No, you don't. Bro, I moved to L.A. and became a part. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a pinball machine. I became like a person. I became, I became like one of these. Person. I became such a terrible person. Yeah, I've got a hot tub in my living, in room. living room next yeah. to your pinball machine. I have a TV mounted on the ceiling. It's like a lay on the floor. Just <laughs> I got a VR headset. Yeah. Catch my VR comedy shows. I got a I got a water bed, <laughs> but it's clear. There's fish in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's pretty sick. Yeah, and a lobster. <laughs> and a lobster. There's a lobster. In there. But he's mine. But he's, this is my France lobster. trying to take him. France keeps trying to take my lobster. Keep your hands off my lob. keep, lobster off you to keep your dead. All right. So he was really a pinball kid, right? Yeah. Love pinball. Played a lot of pinball. Big pinball. Sure. Big pinball boy. 
Um, <laughs> a pinballer. And he, but he was like, he was like a pretentious pinball pinball boy for sure. Um, and when video games came out, he was like, that's eh, not legit. That's not what the cool kids do. Analog is the way to go. Guys. Yeah, he was like, he was like a pinball truther. And so all these kids were coming to the arcade. They're playing all the, the video games and he was like, nah, it's all in the pinballs. Um, but he slowly started to notice that the kids were more interested in the video games than they were in the pinball machines. Right. And so um, one day uh, he, this is a direct quote from him. Cause he used to have like crowds form around him to watch when him. He's pinball. watching play paint. He's like, yeah. gather around, gather around youths, fourth graders. <laughs> yeah. That was before he was into scaring them. And so he was like, guys. Oh yeah. He was like, that's actually the secret. They don't want you to know, but uh, he was pretty good at it. And so now there's a donkey Kong player across the room who's gathering he's their own gathering crowd. a larger crowd. got it. Okay, so this is a direct quote from Billy Mitchell. He said everyone was standing around the donkey Kong machine and I wanted that attention. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say I was like everyone was crowding around the Donkey Kong guy, so I killed him on his way to his car. You know, like I can't see. You know? So I took all my so ping pong ball. Cut the cables to the Donkey Kong machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sniffed, I sniffed his brakes. I thought it was the cables to the machine, but it was ah. his brakes. How an honest mistake, officer. Sorry, officer. I don't know. We all we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> Got let off scot free. Uh, no, he uh, he <laughs> this okay. This pause will make sense later. Uh, so <laughs> he he got into Donkey Kong okay. really because he just wanted the attention. He said, oh, sure. I, I like all the attention that these people are getting. I'm getting less attention pinballing. I got to get into Donkey Kong. And so he got in to Donkey Kong um, and like okay. invested some time into getting really, really good at Donkey Kong um, and started getting to the point where he was starting to become a little and he bit had to play in the arcade. So he'd be bad at Donkey Kong in public. That's you know, that's maybe that's yeah. the thing. Is that Twitch streamers these days? They got it good, right? They can get good at a game, and then they can go online, yeah, and be like, "Look how good I am in this game." Yeah. Back in the day, you had to back be- when when me and Billy were in the streets, <laughs> you had to humiliate yourself in public. Yeah, you had to be bad in public. Yeah, that that bad in public is kind of that's a sick tagline. Can we make sure bad in public? Bad in public. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm bad in public. <laughs> I'm bad in public. <laughs> I'm too bad for jail. I'm too bad for jail. Um <clears throat> so yeah, so he get he got really good at uh Donkey Kong. Um and he started to build some like uh, buzz around him in the local yeah, do you arcade build a following. Scene. What do you do? Yeah, I don't know exactly what this looked also, like. So is it kind of like a hey guys every Thursday afternoon? I'm at the arcade or is it like you know where to find me like I'm there every day. It's probably I'm there every day. Like if you're going to get good at a get at an arcade game like you got to sure. be you got to be there and also you got to have a lot of quarters like that's that's what I was also was going to ask was what's he doing for his job so that he can just afford to dump <laughs> some money and time into Donkey Kong. So I think his family's pretty well off. I can't follow this line. It's always the rich kids, dude. I can't follow this line exactly. I, and uh, you know, there's a Saudi prince who's so good at Donkey Kong. He's dropped fifty thousand dollars a month in it. <laughs> 
What, what was that? What it's was the microtransactions. microtransactions? Yeah. Uh, no, I can't find the exact story here, but we can touch on this real quick. Um, now he owns a few restaurants in South Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, called called Ricky's Restaurant and Lounge. Um, I don't like restaurant and lounge. I don't like the way that it looks <laughs> with the word lounge. Yeah. So if you're listening, it is a yellow. It's a brick building that is painted yellow with like a red stripe at the bottom. So yeah. and not like a like a bright yellow. Yeah. Bright. If you're familiar yellow. with Chicken Express, yeah. people in the South, like that yellow red combo. That's what we're dealing with. And there's a chicken putting hot sauce on something. It says Ricky's. <laughs> Restaurant and lounge. Yeah. And with a little open late sign next to it, too. Yeah. What the heck very, does that mean? Very suspect. What is the lounge part? Uh, I, I don't know. You, you restaurant and lounge? Lounge around this restaurant. Um, he also has a successful hot sauce company, also called Ricky's. I don't like the picture in this one. <laughs> um, and I can't find for sure okay. whether he started this as his like secondary career in life. Or if he inherited it from his family. Okay. I can't. It, there's been some. Who's Ricky? There's been some report. That, like, there's some articles that, like, loosely make it sound like this Ricky was his family's restaurant. used to be the guy playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> he's a Ricky. Ricky played Donkey Kong, got really popular for Donkey Kong. And so then he mysteriously died. <laughs> he stole Donkey Kong from him. And then Ricky got a normal job and w- rose to the ranks, ended up starting up his own restaurant. And. And Billy had such a <laughs> hatred in his heart that he just watched him from afar and he stole his restaurant. Billy Billy saw how many customers he had and he's, he's like, like, I, I want need that those. kind of attention. Tried to take his wife. <laughs> she was like, yeah. no, she was like, I'm not interested. And he's like, fine, I'll take the restaurant. <laughs> I'll take the next. Can I have the lounge? Can I have the lounge. <laughs> Yeah, but it has to at least stay a lounge. You can change it to whatever you want, but it has to whatever still that be a means. <laughs> what I think it means is that it's just a restaurant with some booths and like two leather chairs in the corner. You I, know what I'm saying? What like, I think. Honestly, what I think it where's means. Where's the lounge? I think I think the lounge is like uh, yeah, I think it's a separate little room. I bet it's like a smoking room. No, I bet it's like a little arcade because he's an arcade kid. That makes sense. I bet there's a little arcade back there, and he calls it a lounge to make it sound sophisticated. Yeah, a little bit more fancy. There's also a secret door. <laughs> and there's like a like a stamp on the cement. Yeah. And that marks yes. it. <laughs> and you go down the slide mm-hmm. and then you're you're And then someone at the bottom of the slide just goes Do you pray? Do you pray? The person at the bottom of the slide just goes donkey. <laughs> yeah. You get killed. <laughs> It just smashes you. It puts you into a real life Donkey Kong <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that idea a lot. Now he gets really, really good at Donkey Kong. Ends up amassing like a local following, and the word starts to kind of spread into the greater arcade community. Sure. Um, and so he gets an invite up to Atumwa, Iowa, which is kind of like the hub of arcade world, apparently. Oh, really. Yeah, because there was an organization there that had their offices called. Um, t- Okay. <laughs> Twin Galaxies. Twin Galaxies had their office there. Also kind of cool. And they were the company that like collected all the data for the arcade world and okay. like policed it, I guess. Like they were <laughs> 
So they're they were, nerds. They were the arcade over data the boys. nerds. Yeah, they were the arcade data boys. Nerd narks. <laughs> Nerd narks. Hold on. That's that's pretty also kind of cool. Patent pending. <laughs> Nerd narks. Nerd narks. <laughs> Dude, that's like that's like ethical hackers. Yeah, they should yeah, be called yeah, nerd, yeah. Narcs. nerd narcs. People who watch over nerds to make sure that they're doing the right stuff. Yeah, they're that they're good nerds, not bad nerds. No yeah. bad nerds. <laughs> At least <laughs> no bad nerds. Not in public. Not in public. <laughs> so they uh, it, they kept all the data on arcade games. Okay, primarily world records. And so he got invited up and they start they would do like shows. And so they had a little arcade that they had and they would they had like an audience, like a, a stage. Yeah, sorry. They will. had a lounge and they had a stage. And so they would roll the games up on stage and people could watch you and play. And this is an invite only kind of thing. Yeah, like if you were really good, you got invited to come game and, uh, on stage. <laughs> Billy Mitchell. <laughs> um, and yeah, you would come up there, you get to play the game, they'd watch you play. And if everything was kosher and you got a, a high, a new high score, they would put you in the record books. And okay. so he does it. He lands like a 900,000 high score in Donkey Kong, uh, which was by far like the highest anybody had ever gotten. So he ends up in the world record books and he becomes like the, uh, the darling child of the twin galaxies organization. Okay. And they start like parading him around like he's like, Tom Brady of <laughs> arcades. And so he's in all sorts of they have like a magazine. They're publishing him in this magazine. He's getting all this uh, uh, publicity. They're having him do a bunch of live events uh, and they actually put together a what they called the uh, how does it feel to be the other guy who started out really good at Donkey Kong and then this guy you're like you had this dream mm-hmm. and then this guy who is just the pinball guy <laughs> suddenly just steals your dream. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you watch him. You're watching him literally become Tony from Hawk. your hospital bed because he cut your brakes. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching him on, on the local news channel. Be yeah. like, ah, yeah. This is this would be a good like. I don't know. Like, remember the Titan style film? Like to have would it? <laughs> the two uh, the okay, so you're I saying know the plot. you're saying plot. <laughs> it would be a good remember the Titans. I know the film. plot. I get it. I sure. know. I know that was. I mean, sure. I yeah, he was born in '65. <laughs> I know that wasn't the yeah. best. I know sure. that, that. I know that you the think it was about the very different cultural change and the, I know the stories are very different. The acceptance what of, I'm of saying diversity, is like the drama. Oh, the drama oh, of it. Is that all it was? Was it just drama? The, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> sure, I love this. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is it's not about. Nah, I mean, nah, obviously, nah, nah. obviously nah, that nah, cultural nah, change didn't nah. hurt the arcade world for years. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> So they, so he he tried to start the founder of um, of Twin Galaxies. I yeah. keep wanting to say Twin Flames. You know what Twin Flames is? I know what Twin Flames is. Yeah. Did you watch the documentary on that stuff? Yeah. That's bonkers. Yeah, that's wild. That that's that wild was the one. only thing that made me feel like maybe our Discord channel is a cult because like, <laughs> oh, we talked yeah. about that because like all you had to do to leave that cult was log, log out. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like people could but not they do couldn't it. Couldn't get away from it. Yeah. It's a lot like when I had a girlfriend in RuneScape, and I couldn't just leave her in Lumbridge. You know, I had to like, I had to be like, "Hey, you can, you know, that was a man, right? That was a forty-six-year-old man, right? He was just, he was just with you for your coin." 
I have a lot more to offer. <laughs> Uh, the the founder the founder of Twin Galaxies, not Twin Flames, founder of Twin Galaxies. It was either a forty six year old man or an eight year old that didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people on RuneScape. Yeah. That like I was like thirteen. Yeah. Playing RuneScape. Yeah. And uh, I saw a video the other day where a girl was like, "Hey, if this was your username on RuneScape uh, and." We were best friends on there. I'm sorry that I just ghosted you. I was actually eight years old, and I was too embarrassed to tell you that I was <laughs> eight years uh, old. I was eight years old. <laughs> but could you imagine that you're like a a twenty something year old playing this game? You make yeah. a best friend, not a romantic thing. Like yeah. you make a friend. Yeah, you make game, a yeah, just a normal you know? friend. You know, yeah. And they're like talking back and forth. Like, yeah, we're gonna meet up. We're gonna be the best friend. You know, you have these dreams of becoming roommates in New York City or whatever, right? Yeah. And then you. Uh, they just ghost you one day. Yeah, then one day it's like you, they just don't exist. They say, by the way, I was a third grader when we were talking about <laughs> by that. By the way, and my parents took my computer away. I ended up living in New York though, so. <laughs> so at least they. This we, happened to me. I used to. This is good. <laughs> okay, so I used to. Um, <laughs> no way for me to tell you this. <laughs> there's, there's just no way for this. Um. Okay. So there used to be forums were very popular. Yes. Right. Yeah. And building your own forum. Yeah, you were a forum boy. Well, hold on. <laughs> I was a specific forum person. Building your own forum. Yeah. Was a thing. Yeah. That you could go online and because you had a forum for church stuff or yeah. for RuneScape forums, right? Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. There were websites that you could use to build a forum. Right. This was I, this was pre Reddit. It was like you just ev- there was a basically a Reddit for a subreddit for everything was its yes. own was its website. own website. Yeah, and you would yeah. go to it and it had so like I was involved in two different forums. One was cooler than the other one. One that was cool was I used to do is called Geek Police. Yeah, I remember uh, that. I've told you about this. I no, I remember you doing that. Yeah, where I uh, was one of the others. Yeah, in the forum. Yeah. No, where that's you, why I went to evangelize. I was following you. Yeah, well, you would <laughs> you you go onto the forum. It was before you could like really just Google like, hey, what's wrong with my computer? Yeah, you would go to this. We would give you a thing to download. You'd run it on a computer. It would spit out a report, yeah, and then we could read the report and tell you it was wrong. With drop the computer. a virus on the computer. Yeah, so we, we killed them. We took yeah. them out. I stole so much money that way. Uh, no, it was a forum for you know getting yeah, it tech, was tech support help. basically. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I also spent. A uh, majority of my middle school years <laughs> on the support forum for the forums, if this makes sense. So the if you're if you're trying to build forum. your own forum, so you were the forum. forum I was the support forum for the forum. Yes, you were the forum forum. People for would come on them. and be like, "How do I add direct messaging between my users?" And I would respond and yeah. go go to this setting and do this thing, and I would tell them how to do it, and I would do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there's no way for me to describe so helpful. I'm telling you like I it's always been really interesting to me because like there's there's a really for developers. There's a forum like yes. that and it's interesting because the people who respond are not 
employees of the forum. Yeah, I was like, a moderator. Just friends. I was an eighth grader. They're just people who I was just an eighth like, grade moderator on yeah, this forum. Trying to be helpful. Someone's like, how do I change the style? How do I change the color of this? How do I yeah. change the icon? How do I change, you know, and I would just yeah. go, go to settings. That makes a lot of sense because I've all, I've always thought I was, I was like, how do people have time for this? Like you oh, have it's a just job. middle schoolers not doing yeah, their homework. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people get really mad because they'll try so, things and they're like, that didn't work. Or you were an idiot and it's like, oh, this is a child. So <laughs> fast forward. Okay. Two years ago, I get a message on Instagram mm. <laughs> from some guy who goes, Hey, was your username Subway King on SMF support? <laughs> How did he like, figure it out? I was like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he was one of the other moderators. How he did, knew. He knew because I told him my real name, and we we, we would message. We became friends. Oh, in you like became, AIM. You became okay. His name was Alex. Okay. We had yeah. another friend named Richie who lived in the UK. It, Alex. Alex. What was his username? Ask bro. Him. That would be. Ask him real quick. Ask what, him what's. What was your username on SMS support, Alex? Radio silence. Okay. <laughs> Give him the username. Tell me the username. Alex. He's passed out in there. <laughs> we can't tell if he's okay. Yeah, we have no idea if he's awake. <laughs> I think he's just now realizing his mic's not plugged in. I think that's what happened. He's he's back there going. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so a soundproof room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we uh, yeah. That is pretty wild. So so they tracked you down. Yeah, I do miss being helpful though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely I, I loved it. I'm not joking. Someone. I love, but that's why I think that's why I did the when I got into high school. I got into like virus removal. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. my first job was a computer repair store. That's what I helped them do was take yeah. people's like because you know in 2010 people didn't know anything about security. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so I don't know. That's I think that's why I got into that anyway. Whatever. That's interesting. Um. Yeah. Well, Billy. I started a my own forum called Ninja Nerd. Okay, and it was it was about be, ninjas. I was yeah, it's about ninjas. No. how to be ninjas. I, I was trying to. Doing. I was trying to. You know, it was uh, assassins of malware. That's what it was. Oh, uh, <laughs> how many users did you guys get? Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Twin Galaxies was ran by a guy named Walter Day, and Walter Day. I'm gonna be honest with you has got to be the guy that the and he's not the bad guy, but he's like the red herring white rabbit, the white rabbit, the white rabbit in uh, home alone. What was based off of him? The what in home alone? <clears throat> Remember the beginning of home alone when there was like there's the murderer. But it was like he ended up oh, being the hero. The old guy with the shovel. Yeah, they okay. acted like he was the murderer, and like they tried to the paint scary him like a bad old guy. Neighbor. Yeah, but he ended up being the hero. You're saying just because he looks Day. like that? Walter Day has got to be the guy that they base this guy off of because of how he acts. Because he, he looks, looks just like just guy. like him. Okay, because <laughs> he looks just like him. Um, but yeah, Walter Day was the owner of Twin. I like Galaxies. that he's in a referee shirt. You <laughs> yeah, know what he saying? always like, he's wore like this. every picture I can find. He's wearing this referee that shirt. or he just got off his shift at the at <laughs> the Cedar City oh. <laughs> flooded like flooded uh, jail ride. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Walter Walter Day uh, took took Billy um, yeah. and a few of the other like big name under his wing, big name gamers, and was like, "We're going to do the electronic circus." And so what this was was this was going to be a forty stop tour across the country. So this is e games, um, and they were going to bring a bunch of their own games, their whole cabinets, roll up literally on the street, and like take them out on the street and then play these games on the street, and everyone could see them be really good. <laughs> come one, come all. Look at the nerdiest people you've ever seen. Look how pale they are. Look how white and pale they are. Do they have girlfriends? No, ladies, don't make eye contact. That'll spook them. What? You can see them burning in the sun. Look at them. You can hear it. You can hear their skin. The longest they've been outside. That guy's years. talking to the worms. Look at the weird people. Everyone show up. What are you talking about? Like they just show up on the street. Hey, thanks for being part of this episode. Uh, if you want to help us do more of this, you want to help us grow our show, one of the easiest and best ways to do that is to join our Patreon. Uh, it's a way for you financially to support this show, and you get a lot in return. You get access to our Discord channel. You get bonus content that comes out. Uh, you get exclusive merchandise and like live Zoom hangouts where we're both just hanging out, eating pizza, just getting to know each other. The biggest thing is, is we want to know you uh, more as an individual and as a friend. So thanks for supporting our show. If you don't support us financially, we're not pressed about it. We're not like mad, um, but I'll find you. So text Tillin to 66866 to keep yourself from being found. All right, because if you don't, I will hunt you down. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver-infused fabric, and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, you, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. They, I mean, were people going to these events? Well, uh, so they booked this whole circus. Um, and days. Wait, they booked it. They went to the chamber of commerce of a town. And they were like, can we, can we use your public park? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they didn't actually book it with anybody. Yeah, they I showed think up. They got a trailer. We did a tour like and that. They planned, <laughs> they planned to just leave. We did a tour like that. That's uh, yeah, good. yeah. Good and they were like, we're going to go. Uh, and the day before, like a couple days before, it like fell through for some reason. I think they probably realized, oh, we don't have the money for this. That's probably what sure. happened. 
Um, they got a big bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so uh, a couple years later, they kind of re-engineered it into the U.S. national video game team. And they actually went out and they That's did this. Cool. They would go to arcades around the country and they would do these ex- exhibitions in the arcade. They didn't bring their own gear. Um, they just showed up and they played. Were they just trying to set games. the high scores on all of it? Like imagine that local arcade. Yeah. Right. You've got the high score on Donkey Kong. Yeah. You're the local legend. <laughs> Here comes a tour of <laughs> professionals <laughs> who come into your stomping ground. <laughs> All right, and take your high school. You're, you've you been forever. spending months working up the courage to make eye contact with the with the bartender there, and <laughs> this guy she's thirty two. She's thirty two. <laughs> has has four kids. Seventeen. <laughs> you've been spending months because on your eighteenth birthday you're gonna make a move. Yeah, and you're gonna so look at her for you're like, hey. <laughs> I'm a man now. <laughs> it's my birthday. I scored ninety thousand in Donkey Kong, Good highest score, high score ever in this town. <laughs> and then here comes Billy, Billy Mitchell, and ten X is your score, like slow mo. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> he he hits that high score. Ten X is your score. Nine hundred thousand points. Turns around immediately, looks her in the eyes. Puts a twenty dollar bill. That's a huge tip. That's a massive tip. Massive tip in the eighties. Hey, darling. Calls her darling. Calls her darling. Doesn't even no G on the end. (laughs) That's a G list darling. (laughs) Okay. Doesn't ask for her phone number. No. Doesn't ask for anything. Just walks outside. Now she's got five kids. How did he do it? How did he do it? <laughs> He's basically the David. That's what I'm saying, though. Arcades. Imagine you had the high score at this arcade, and here yeah. comes this tour that comes through. Yeah. And they obviously set a new high score. Yeah. There's not a lot of other things when you were in high school in the 80s that a professional could steal from you like that. Like, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> like, just imagine. Imagine it's nineteen eighty four. Okay, you're the starting quarterback. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> freaking Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana rolls school. into your town and says, "I would like to start this weekend." It's a homecoming game. I homecoming mean, if he did, <laughs> if he did, they'd let him. You know, what saying? like I mean, it's Joe Montana. All right, what are we gonna say? No. <laughs> yeah, what are we gonna say? No to Joe Montana. <laughs> he takes your date to homecoming dance. <laughs> Hey, we voted the the quarterback homecoming king, but we're gonna give it to Joe Montana instead because he's way to, cooler. Could you do a write-in campaign <laughs> for like prom king? <laughs> Bro, should we launch I'm, I'm a write-in king. campaign for a local prom <laughs> king? These guys don't even go here. They don't even. I'm live just here. standing out front of a high school. <laughs> Being like, hey, write in Jaren. I'm having a writing campaign for prom king for a prom that I'm not going to go to. I legally cannot. I'm not even there. I'll have to send an intern <laughs> to accept it on my behalf. That's pretty freaking funny. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's what they did. I can make a whole list of stuff I can steal from high schoolers. <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, they went from town to town and they just stole all the hopes and dreams from local high school kids. Sure. Who worked so hard to get high scores. Yeah. Um, and they didn't do this like a ton. Like they would do like a dozen a year. Like it wasn't a huge every week they were in a new town sort of sure. deal, but it was, it was big enough to where they started to build a little bit of a reputation in the late eighties into the early nineties to the point where they began being featured on like large name things. For example, this, the uh, national video game team got featured in life magazine. Oh. also featured on MTV. Like they were getting some mainstream attention recognition for being really good at <laughs> arcade games. Sure. But then something interesting happened. Um, the video game crash of, uh, the 80s. It, here's what's was there a video game crash? There was a video game crash. So home home gaming came out with the Atari. Oh, that's right. And it became a massive industry. I believe it was 83. It was a three point six billion dollar industry video games in general. So that was arcades and home gaming. Sure. Um, in 85, it was a hundred million dollar industry. So it massively crashed. And so that made uh, the the twin galaxies nearly go bankrupt. They had to close their arcade, they had to close their offices, they had to change their entire operation. Like, what are we going to do? We can't go to the kids' home and steal his high school. <laughs> Is this where we draw the line? Ding dong. We draw the line and go to his house. <laughs> it's like it's like the publisher's house. They like, ring the doorbell and they're like, "Hey, we brought a professional to beat your high scores on your home game system." <laughs> it's, this is the professional. It's not a giant check. They're holding they're the professional. Holding. Billy's here to ruin your day. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's, his legs are just dangling. He's literally picked up on the shirt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's pretty short, right? No, he's like five nine. Why was that actor portraying him? <laughs> so that actor was not portraying him. Oh, okay. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Uh, like I said, he's had some controversy over the last few years. Oh. Um. Oh, we're getting into that right now. We're not going to get in the controversy just yet, but what I'll say is a lot of people um, have likened him to uh, what's this actor's name. I don't know, but he's a great actor. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Oh he yeah. Does I mean, is look, it just because they look alike? He does look a lot like him. Oh, that's the only reason. Yeah. What is this from? The, I don't know. That's some that's some movie and they the reason they chose this is because the character that Peter Dinklage carry plays in this movie is it's not supposed to portray Billy but it is Billy. It's him. Oh, okay. it's the, it's his character and he looks a lot like him. So it's it's pretty odd. Um, anyways, um, <clears throat> and I didn't mean to show you that when I showed you that, but oh, okay, it, you know, I just was getting carried away with that tie. They look a lot alike. They do look a lot alike, but he is he is like five nine five ten. Like he's okay. He's yeah, but Walter Day still carries him by his shoulders. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, okay. Walter Day. Walter Day, you would not know from looking at this picture. Super strong, yoked. <laughs> oh, I knew from looking at that picture. <laughs> um, so uh, there's the crash, and it changes uh, uh, Twin Galaxies. Uh, and so uh, the industry it, it takes a hit in a way, uh, like it wasn't getting the same kind of public attention that it was getting before. Okay. There's still like enthusiasts that existed and would still play the game and get, and get hyped into it. And so he was still doing Donkey Kong. He still had a couple other games that he was getting high scores in, but he had the world record in Donkey Kong listed in Twin Galaxies listed in Guinness Book of World. What Records. was his score? 
it was like 980,000, something around there. Um, not a million, close to a million. That's what I can tell you for sure. Yeah, it's like my TikTok following. <clears throat> yeah, actually, yeah. And every and you just round up. Whenever someone asks, you just say a million. And I that's said, what I've he got did like too. a million. I've got it's like a million. <laughs> I what I hate the most is when people go, he's got almost a million followers on TikTok. <laughs> it's been that way for like two years now. <laughs> yeah, so follow him. Yeah. Your follow is going to make the difference. <laughs> Can you imagine if, if I don't know a president said that on their in their campaign? If they said, "Yeah, your vote is going to make," it'd a be honest. <laughs> Every vote counts. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. We should set up an electoral college for it social doesn't. media followers. <laughs> um, the system sucks. <laughs> They're coming for your milk, so <laughs> they're gonna take your milk. Um, so Pac-Man released in 1980 and amassed a pretty major following, right? By 82. but they only had like three years in its glory days. Yeah, yeah. Before the crash, what is interesting is Pac-Man got really, really popular really, really fast. There right. was an eight-year-old kid um, in '82 who claimed that he had uh, reached more than six million points in a round of Pac-Man. And this made national news. And Ronald Reagan himself wrote a letter to congratulate this and said, kid. Hey, listen here, kid. You better quit lying <laughs> about your Pac-Man score. We can all see through it. No, I, President Reagan was like, hey, great job. I'm proud of you for hitting six million points in Pac-Man. Never proved it. Nobody ever proved it. But he got a letter from the president for just being like, yeah, I hit six million. An eight-year-old kid. This is the equivalent of you going to the Super Bowl and President Bush writing you a letter about it to say congrats for going to the Super Bowl. It's a little different. It's a little. It's a little different. A little different. I actually went. <laughs> and Bush actually wrote me a letter about it. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to tell you what else he put in that letter. <laughs> but you'll find out. It, uh, well, I think we found out. It, um, it was it was 2003, and um, some developments happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I knew about them beforehand. <laughs> and myself, as a third grader, didn't have I didn't know who to tell. <laughs> I'm reading this whole letter where he's just like, "We're going to get their oil," and I was <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> Your parents were like, "Hey, let mean? me read your letter." I'm like, "I'm not." I, like, I know it says at the bottom, "If you show them, we'll kill you." Yeah, I can't. I can't show you this letter. Laura's letter was much nicer. Laura's letter. Laura Bush. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote me a letter, and she said, "I hope the Super Bowl is fun." Mm-hmm. Also, eat your vegetables. She did. Yeah, first ladies never say anything of substance. They just always go, "Ah, be healthy or whatever." <laughs> be healthier. <laughs> That's <laughs> like their whole job. <laughs> their whole job is here's my cause. Shut up. <laughs> we didn't vote for you. And I want to be, I want to be clear. I, this is not a sexist thing. If Hillary had won, I'd say the same thing to Bill. I yeah. like, Bill, you had Bill, your chance. You, you were already you present. This. Shut up. Yeah, shut up. Fade into the background. We don't like you. You get to live in the house. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, you get the house. Now go make it. Now go. No, that's not. No, see, that's it's, that's it's where Bill it's, Clinton. I'm saying you get to live in that fancy house. Don't make me listen to your causes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's Melania was like, we're going to quit bullying people online. Meanwhile, her <laughs> husband's out here bullying, bullying people, people online. <laughs> wild. It's a wild time. What is Jill Biden's Jill? Yeah, what Jill. is her cause? She's education. Dr. Biden. Yeah, she's education. She's doing. Education oh, you know that because you got a wife who's yeah, an educator. It's also education. Gotcha. Yeah. That's like her <laughs> cause. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I do too. <laughs> yeah, so do you. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, well, I worked in education once. It was specific to the <laughs> SMF support <laughs> forum. Okay, hold on. We gotta get going. We got a lot more to cover here. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, turns out that was a lie. Uh, and uh, Billy, when he heard about this, the Pac-Man score. Yeah, when he heard about the Pac-Man yeah, of score, it's a lie. Billy hears about it and he said six million. I don't know if that's possible because there's a kill screen. You know what a kill screen is. Donkey Kong had a kill screen. Pac-Man had a kill screen. Apparently Tetris does. Did you see that kid beat Tetris? No. Is it where you get to like the oh. basically you get to the end where the the compute like the at the analog games at a certain point their their algorithm mm-hmm. can't output more. Exactly. It yeah. starts to eat itself. <clears throat> yeah, and so it breaks. So like Pac-Man yeah. had a kill screen where it's like so, I think it was like dollar signs and dashes just start showing up on the screen and you can't go any further. So like a it's kid impossible beat to Tetris win. and he got it on film. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Ronald Reagan didn't like write him a letter. <laughs> Happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> I got a letter from Ronald Reagan who died in two thousand five. <laughs> the Illuminati never sleeps. <laughs> this is the stuff they care about. <laughs> this is the stuff that gets us demonetized on YouTube. <laughs> the Illuminati was just a little like a little. Gaming organization. Hey, we have a lot to cover. Can you okay, move on? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so a kid this, kid, this kid gets this letter from Ronald Reagan. Sure. A lot of attention. Yeah. A lot of attention. And that really <laughs> so ticks Billy off. Billy Mitchell. If in, there's one thing Billy hates, it's other people getting attention. Yeah. He's, you know, he's so, probably insufferable to be around when he's a child. Yes. He might have lied about going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so Billy, at this point, so is in his mid twenties. And he hears about this kid yeah. getting and he all goes, this attention from the president. I want a letter. And he's like, he's like, he's like, so he sends six, a letter to the president. Well, he says, have you seen my Donkey Kong score? <laughs> <laughs> like, so he sees it, he goes, goes, hold on. <laughs> have you seen my Donkey Kong score? So he 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 looks Forget at that. the war on drugs. <laughs> he looks at the six million points and he says, I don't think that's possible. There's a kill screen. At, so he's like, like level twenty six. So he goes and he adds up how many possible points there is in Pac Man, which came out to three million three hundred thirty three thousand three hundred and sixty points is the max points. That's a perfect score in Pac Man. Okay. And he's like, that kid lied, <laughs> and like went on a public shaming circuit. And the kid was like, yeah, I made it up. And the president sent him another letter, and can <laughs> we find we're that coming kid? down with the full force of the government? <laughs> 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 the war on drugs <laughs> and the war on liars. <laughs> this can we first, find this kid? This kid, I maybe. I mean, he's unnamed in the two articles I've seen, but uh, I'm sure somewhere his name's got to be somewhere. Let's find him. Real quick. Um, <laughs> Pac-Man liar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't do grandma that. Don't do that yet. <laughs> grandma house. <laughs> Trying to find his grandma's house. <laughs> don't don't look at that yet. You might spoil some of the surprise here. Okay. You're jumping, you're jumping the gun a little bit. Um. So, <laughs> so he. Goes, How much more is there to this episode? We've been recording. For I know a we got to we got to hustle. Uh. <laughs> so he goes. Okay. Uh. He says he says this kid this kid lied to you, Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> and he's a don't call me Ronnie. <laughs> And he said, I'm going to, I'm going to get the high score, the new high score in Pac-Man. So he sets out to get the new high score in Pac-Man and um, he does it is like 600, 700,000, something like that. Holds that for a while. It gets taken in 99. um, He actually successfully gets the perfect score in Pac-Man. Okay. Um, And this was a huge deal. He had been out of arcade gaming for a couple years. Like he wasn't as like involved in anymore. I think he was doing his restaurant at this point. Yeah, it's a former life. Uh, and <laughs> no, I don't play that stuff anymore. <laughs> What's up with your hands? They just do. I this. can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he gets the perfect score in Pac-Man. So the creator of Pac-Man flies him out on a first class ticket. Mr. Pac himself. <laughs> Where is he? he flies him out to uh, uh, to Tokyo okay. to get uh, the perfect Pac-Man score. And here's a photo he took with. Mr. Pac-Man himself, a bunch of ladies. Yeah, and and those are the ghosts from Pac-Man. That's what they're based off of. Yeah, the graphics just weren't great back then. Yeah, I can um, tell because they're all <laughs> pixelated right now. <laughs> and he got this. He got this plaque with Pac-Man on it and a thing that says um, first to score a perfect score in Pac-Man. And he's got his hand up to say, "I solemnly <laughs> swear that I'm telling the truth." Unlike that, now, <laughs> like, now. 19 year old idiot <laughs> and he said, where's my letter Ronald um, <clears throat> also you'll notice still wearing that tie um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> gets this perfect score and again lands in the Guinness Book of World Records gets a lot of media attention for this uh, gets um, <clears throat> uh, into the twin galaxies record books again uh, and so now he's got a couple big records and a few big games. Uh, and he kind of rides off into the sunset on his his winnings from this. Sure. Uh, he also claims that on this plaque was a uh, title that the Namcom is that what that's what they're called? Yeah. Um, Napcom. Nap. No, Nap. Uh, Namcom. Nap. <laughs> Napcom. I think it's Napcom. Namcom. Napcom. Namco. You played more Pac-Man than me. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, declared him the uh, gamer of the century, uh, and he rocked that title. Um, okay, here's the thing: that's not on that plaque. And you don't know that. No, we do know it's not on that plaque. No, <laughs> and he claims that the reason you don't see it on the plaque is because when he was flying back, he dropped it. And that portion of the plaque fell off, and he wasn't able to get it back on. <laughs> but it said it. But it did say, "I'm the gamer of the century." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can't tell. But you can't see it because it fell off in the airport, mm-hmm. and the airport in Tokyo in the is airport. crowded. Yeah, fell yeah. over. It fell off in my layover in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you don't. You don't pick anything up in Detroit. <laughs> Sun falls in the airport. It's the airports. <laughs> That's the airports now. Um, and he kind of rides off into the sunset. We don't hear much from him for a few years. 
um, until the early 2000s, like 2005, 2006. Okay. There's a guy by the name of Steve Weeb. Um, <laughs> don't laugh at him. <laughs> don't laugh at him. <laughs> Is the way you had Steve Weeb. <laughs> Uh, you said it like we're supposed to make fun of him. <laughs> Steve Weeb. Weeb. <laughs> There's a guy by the name of Steve Weeb. Uh, so here's here's the thing. So Steve Weeb was a like up and coming new um, uh, professional gamer in the arcade space. Okay. Early 2000s was an interesting time because classic arcade games were starting to they had a little bit of a renaissance where yeah. there was like now like an, a rising esports again for classic uh, arcade games and Steve Weeb was a pretty big name in the classic game space and he started trying to uh, break into it right and his game of choice was Donkey Kong and so he was coming after Billy Mitchell's record and <clears throat> there is a documentary that came out in 2007 about the road to this called King of Kong Kong. Okay, and in that documentary it kind of just follows Steve Weebs journey to become See when you laugh after you say it. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. you just went Steve Weeb <sighs> like it was just a quick breath after it. It was followed Steve Weeb <laughs> journey. <laughs> I just followed Steve Weeb. <laughs> you know pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so so <clears throat> his record at the time uh, Billy Mitchell's record at the time was nine hundred fifty seven thousand um, not a million not a million. Oh, okay. I see why this is important. Steve Weeb. Uh, he Weeby. goes on this campaign uh, and Weeb. Uh, I believe it was 2006 uh, pulls off getting one million two hundred points and uh, Donkey Kong and three hours later Billy Mitchell sends a tape into out of tw- nowhere. It sends a tape into twin galaxies and he got one million two hundred thousand points. Wait, how many does Steve Weeb get one million two hundred and so he beat it by two hundred thousand three hours after Steve Weeb got the new record and twin galaxies being Big fan. So the Twin Galaxies accepted Steve Weebs and was like, "You got the world record." Three hours later, Steve Weeb is like, "Ah, you lost the world record to Billy Mitchell." Here's the thing that's a little strange. The video <clears throat> clearly edited. <laughs> Here's the thing: is most of the time when you're looking for world record play in these arcade games, they had to be at an at an arcade or a public event with an audience. For it to be valid, right? And that that arcade machine, af- immediately after, would have to be the board was taken out of the machine and sent to Nintendo for verification that there was no tampering. This did not happen for Billy's tape. Billy sent a tape in <laughs> three hours after. But it did happen for Steve Weebs. Steve Weeb did have an audience. It was Steve Weeb. Ha- Steve Weeb <laughs> had an audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's pronounced, Steve Weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Weeb had an audience and like they they confirmed his winning. They confirmed his winning. Billy Mitchell had a tape that he had done. Okay, just on his own and sent in camcorder. It's 2007. 
It looks uh, like a Christmas morning video. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> As you can see, it is Christmas morning. His kids are opening presents and he's sitting yeah, there in the background. He's like, hey guys, shut up for a little I'm bit. I'm concentrating. So as you can see, <laughs> hi, uh, and it's like it's shaky. <laughs> it says clearly two hundred thousand. It's better than Steve Weeb. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Weeb was that eight year old kid that got the letter from Reagan. That's what I'm saying. That was what I was trying to make out earlier. <laughs> um, and so because he had such a good reputation with Twin Galaxies, okay, they just accepted it. They're like, oh, Billy says he broke a million. He's Billy says he broke the record. Of course he did. And so they went to the website. They updated it and they said this just in the record that we just now recently three hours ago. This just into you deal with has been broken by Billy Mitchell who hasn't played a game in years now like he is rusty. So wouldn't they want to get him together? No for a head to head. They just said we have a new champion and Steve was like what? And who Steve Steve Weeb. <laughs> he was like what? Yeah, so he's like he's like what? this doesn't make any sense and so Nintendo has not even verified my <coughs> winnings. Yet. Yeah, they haven't. Yeah, we haven't even sent the chip off and he sent in a videotape from who knows where and you're from gonna, who knows where <laughs> we from his house. I'm assuming <laughs> and you're going to call that legitimate and so Steve goes back and Steve ends up over the next couple of years. Uh, pursuing and he Steve manages to get. Let me get this number right. Um, one one million two hundred fifty three thousand points, breaking his record. And so now, <laughs> three hours later, <laughs> this one wasn't as egregious. Three hours later, Steve Weeb ha is in his house, <laughs> and he just hears. And his wall comes down, and there is a gigantic bulldozer. <laughs> Three hours later, he is he was waiting for him. It's like, what is going on? Well, Steve, your house is being destroyed by a modified giant battle bot. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. Uh, if you like this one, we've got a lot of great past episodes that you can check out. Uh, one of my recent favorites is Frank Abagnale Jr. It's the dude from the movie Catch Me If You Can, um, and it's the story about how he uh, scammed everybody into a really big scam. There's one scam that's like the scammiest of scams I've ever heard someone scam. Uh, so check that one out. Uh, it, it's it's a fun one. I like it a lot. Uh, but thanks for being here. So this wasn't uh, as egregious. It wasn't three hours later, but it was just a matter of months later. Um, <laughs> Billy Mitchell <laughs> rolls into in South Florida a conference, but not like a gamers conference. It was a mortgage brokers conference. Yeah, like a, yeah. And he sets up a booth where he is playing Donkey Kong, <laughs> and he with an audience, and he breaks the world record with this audience because he's at a conference for mortgage brokers and yeah. the conference floor does it early in the morning. There's not a huge crowd there yet, but there are people there to witness it. He has kind of a posse there that hypes up the crowd. They're like he's going to break the world record and everyone's come like, one. Come on. Weird pasty older guy <laughs> now is now going to break the record. Come on over. Come see. He's got a girlfriend. She works as the bartender down there. <laughs> She's much older than he is. 
which was hot when he was younger, <laughs> but is now just problematic. <laughs> they resent each other, and that's why he has to do this. <laughs> so he's playing that. In front of a bunch of mortgage brokers uh, who are like, why is this here? And they're like, okay. They're, they're like, yeah, I don't understand why this is here. Are you going to, what, what's, what? And so he breaks the record and then calls it Twin Galaxies and he's got tripods he set up for this. And it's like, here's the audience. Here's me breaking the record. I got my new world record. It's like 1,600,000. And he's like, he's like, Steve Weeb can never defeat me. He really. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so he holds the world record for years until 2018. Twin Galaxies uh, has traded ownership's hands a couple of times. Okay. And uh, uh, Day, who was very loyal to Billy Mitchell, is out. In 2014, something very significant happened. Billy Mitchell was one of, uh, we haven't mentioned this yet, but early in Twin Galaxies life because of his. Uh, success as a gamer was invited onto the board and became a major financial contributor to twin galaxies. Interesting. In 2014, the new owner was like, I don't like you disbanded the board. (laughs) Yeah. And so he kind of flipped shot and brought in a whole new group of people and that opened up the door in 2018. There became a new forum where you were able on the twin Galaxies site to dispute world records. And if you thought, hey, something here seems a little sketchy, I'm going to bring up my reason for why I think that, and the Twin Galaxies team will review the reason. And if we think you're right, then we can update world records. Sure. And so someone brought it up, and they were like, hey, these world records that he got are pretty sketchy. The circumstances around him are pretty strange. He hadn't been playing for years. All of a sudden, he just pops up because someone beat his record and obliterates the record. Like yeah, doesn't even <laughs> like not like not like okay, I finally beat it, I can quit playing. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna beat it and I'm gonna keep going and get four hundred thousand more. Yeah. Sketch. And it, and it was just a tape. Like the first one was just a tape, the second one was also just a tape. We don't have the board. And it was in front of an audience that was an audience that knows nothing about what he's doing. Right. And so it would be very easy for him to come in there and just lie in front of the audience and be like, sure. I broke the world record. And everybody in the audience is like, hey, cool. And you saw it, and you saw it, and Ronald Reagan saw it. <laughs> and they're like, Ronald Reagan's been dead for four years. <laughs> and he's like, that's what you think. He saw it. <laughs> you didn't see the letter. He's, Ronald Reagan saw it. <laughs> Ronald Reagan saw it. <laughs> And so he probably does do that unironically with that tie. <laughs> yeah, he He's probably just, does. Reagan. <laughs> don't like that. Um, so he uh, he kind of starts to come under this like speculation of like, was that legit? And so some people who knew a lot about this gaming world start inspecting the videos uh, and they notice some inconsistencies between the videos that he submitted versus the videos of actual gameplay of Donkey Kong. And this got really technical, but what we'll say long story short is a Donkey Kong uh, arcade uh, cabinet. What they do is they they turn the screen on its side, the TV box on its side because it's a tall gameplay. And so when it displays the game, it displays it on its side. Like if you were looking at the screen normal ways. Sure. But in a legitimate cabinet box, it uh, displays it clockwise. So you have to rotate it clockwise to see it in uh, his video. It's clearly displaying it 
counterclockwise. So the, t- the screen was rotated counterclockwise. And you can tell because of the way that the levels are loading. They are loading in the opposite direction. And so you can see all the parts of the level load in, but they're loading in in the opposite direction of which way it should if this was a regulation like Nintendo board that was loading it in. Okay. So the theory is that he was using what's called a MAME, which was like a, an emulator that could be modified to allow you to have saves mid-game. And what this does is this in, insanely decreases the difficulty. Oh, yeah. So you can sit down, play for a little bit, stop, save it, come back, and continue playing it. And if you were recording from a, de- a capture device direct into the board, people who watched that back would not Wouldn't know it, the time. Yes. Yeah, they, it would look like one continuous video of you getting to that score where in reality, you filmed this over the course of months. And so the theory that was put forth by these is that he did this with the mains and had a couple of these VHS tapes of him successfully getting to a higher score than was actually possible. And he sat on it until someone broke his record. And then when that first record was broken, he sent the closest score in three hours later. And so you think the theory is at his house, he's got 1.1 million, (laughs) 1.2 million, 1.3 million on VHS. (laughs) VHS. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when it's time, he goes 1.2, 1.3. No. (laughs) 1.6. It's next to his two part Titanic VHS. He goes, okay. He puts it in a manila envelope. <sighs> licks it shut. <laughs> puts the seven stamps on it that that requires for that weight. And Eight. ships it in three hours. <laughs> Express. <laughs> yeah, that part of the story is very sketchy that it got to them in three hours because he lives in South Florida. So it seems like they already had that tape. And he's an insider. That part of the story is very sketchy. Um, well, I mean, email existed at this point, two thousand seven. I, I guess they yeah, they could have. YouTube he, had just he come out. He could he could have called and been like, "Hey, I got a tape on the way. Here's my score. I got a tape on the way." <laughs> is that what you're saying? I got a tape on hey, the way. Tell Steve Weep, haha, that I've got a <laughs> tape on the way. And he's like, "Hey, Steve." <laughs> Billy's got no, a tape you on know, the you way. don't laugh after Steve. That's not the funny part. Hey, it's Steve. after Weeb. Hey, Steve Weeb. Weeb <laughs> is the funny part. Even if you said Mr. Weeb, haha. You know what I'm saying? Like Weeb. the Weeb is the funny part. Steve is a regular old name. I'm so positive. Steve Weeb, haha. That makes sense. Okay. So positive. It's not Weeb. Mr. Weeb, haha. That makes sense because Weeb is the funny name. Okay. Steve doesn't make any sense. How would you pronounce this? W I E B E weeb. You're you're gonna hate me when I tell you what I think it actually is. <laughs> There's the at the end. There's the at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly weeby. Weeby. That gets a lot more ha-ha's. <laughs> we get so many ha-ha's. I'm telling you. W I E B E. Yeah. There was there were my neighbors growing up, their last name was 
Reby. And it was spelled that R I E B E. So this is we. So this is them if they if they couldn't pronounce their <laughs> R's. <laughs> My last name is Weeby. Yikes. Moanda Weeby. Moanda Weeby. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We still got a lot to go. Uh, so, so he gets he gets the tape in. Shouldn't listen to this. It's, it's very sketchy. Very sketchy. The circumstances around these tapes, and it very much looks like he was using an emulator. This so he is could a save long. It. I know. I'm working on it, and so he so he can he could save it and keep going and get the high score and okay. fake it. He gets away with it until 2018. In 2018, this article comes out, or this this stuff comes out in the article, forum. Yeah, and he Vox. goes com. on a rampage. He gets all the people in the forum that were against him, some YouTubers that were making videos against him. Cartoon Network. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> because Cartoon Network has a show called The Regular Show, and there's an episode in Cartoon Network where there's a character not named Billy Mitchell, but a character who cheats at Donkey Kong. Uh, and Kay. throws a giant fit and looks like this. Uh, <laughs> so looks just like him. And uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> are his arms coming out of his beard? There, yeah, there's arms and legs are coming right out of his beard and he's got a giant head. Okay, um, and so he sues. It looks like a mascot for a school whose mascot <laughs> is the heads. <laughs> Go heads. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and so he sues Cartoon Network. He sues a bunch of YouTubers. He will He's, win that suit, though. That's him. <laughs> you know, you, you're using his likeness. So he sues. He sues Cartoon Network. Sues a bunch of YouTubers. Sues all the people in the forum. Okay, um, and then Guinness. How do you sue people? Guinness Book of World Records and Twin Galaxy sees the reports, and they're like, "This looks like you cheated." And so they take him out of the record books. Oh. So he sues Twin Galaxies. Oh, sure. He sues Guinness Book of World Records. Guinness Book of World Records is like, "Oh, you're going to sue us over this." Not worth our time. Do you know how many scholastic book fairs we're in right now? <laughs> you don't come after us. No, get us book of world records. Is like that's not worth our time. We don't care enough. We'll put you back in the record books. So they just put them back in because they didn't want in the lawsuit. <laughs> Top podcast in the world is things I learned last night. And if you disagree with that, we'll sue you. I'll sue you. We'll sue your brain. I out. will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets sued crazy. How about that? <laughs> he gets sued crazy. This uh, twin galaxies suit gets just Huge out of hand, right, and it right. starts to last years. Um, meanwhile, he's in all these other suits where he's settling on a court with a lot of these all other these bunch of different suits, same tie <laughs> <laughs> with all these YouTubers, these people in the forums yeah. and Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network settles outside of court with no. Cartoon Network gets thrown out because the judge says that he's a public figure and that's parody. Um, sure. And so his Cartoon Networks get thrown out because Cartoon Network, they were never going to win in a suit against Cartoon Network. Yeah. Like, come on. They care. <laughs> they, yeah, they will. Yeah, Rogers, like, sorry, we'll do it. Yeah. Cartoon Network's like, you think we're new to this? <laughs> yeah, Cartoon Network's like, you, do, you, do you understand what we are? We're a media company. You don't come for us. We we make money off of lawsuits. DeLorean Media Company. <laughs> We will crush you. Sue me. Sue me. I'm a media company. See what happens. Um, and so uh, he he ends up be getting in all these lawsuits, and the Twin Galaxies one lags on and on sure. and on. Um, and two days ago, at the time of filming this, the courts reached their decision. Uh, 
and what what was decided was he would be reinstated back into the Twin Galaxies uh, record books. Twin Galaxies, on the other hand, said you're banned from any Twin Galaxy <laughs> competition, any future uh, advancement or records, but your previous records are still here. Everything else, we don't have record of what was decided or what happened. And so it very much looks like uh, they were just like, we don't really know, but we're tired of this. <laughs> and so both of you have to do some stuff here. So he's like, okay, <clears throat> I get to keep my record, yeah. which is insane and unrealistic. No yeah. one's going to beat it. Yeah. No. What they, what they, what, it, what they said in, in articles about this is that it was found that there was, while it very much looks like this was faked. Sure. There's no conclusive evidence that it was faked. And so everything looks like it, but there has been some decent arguments about like artifacts and cameras and about frame rates. And so it's like some of these issues could be explained by the recording device, not by sure. what actually happened. And so um, there's been a lot of arguments about whether or not this was um, faked or not. Um, and he, for the last four years, has wrecked his reputation um, because he is just all over interviews, like calling people out, yelling at people, saying contradictory things. Sure. Um, about uh, he's like he's like I never do interviews, and it's like meanwhile he does like an interview every week. <laughs> and he's like he's like watch, can you find a single interview about me claiming anything? I've never done an interview before. Support us on Patreon, you'll get the exclusive interview. <laughs> Interesting point. Christian, look into that. Uh, <laughs> Christian doesn't listen to this. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, and then he, the, one of my favorites, uh, he has always been a, and I, I don't know if there's the opposite of this, but a clean gamer. And so he doesn't cuss. Like that's his brand. He doesn't oh, cuss. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't cuss. Shoot darn. But there is a lot of footage of him cussing at people and then saying, edit that out. I don't cuss. <laughs> I edit that out. I'm clean. <laughs> There's a lot of footage. <laughs> Robert's got an opportunity to do something <laughs> very funny. The sticking edit that out. I don't cuss. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man. So he that's funny. So he ends up uh <laughs> walking walking free with the record. <laughs> I want a whole montage of him doing this. That's so funny. <laughs> so he holds the record. He holds the record again. Sure. He has been vindicated. The majority of the community, though, is pretty confident he's lying and he faked this and he's a cheater. Sure. Um and he's tarnished his reputation. But uh, one thing that he does hold for certain uh, is that, is that eight-year-old did not get, did six, not million get six million points. No, he actually legitimately is the first esports personality to ever get a tops training card made in his likeness. Again, same tie. Uh, so this was made in '99 after he got the perfect score in Pac-Man. Um, pretty wow. cool, though. These sell for like seventeen dollars. Um, so if you want one, you can get one. 
We should actually. We should get one for the studio. Um, Without losing a life. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. Wow. That he did that. And I, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Billy that I think is I think in the 80s and 90s, he was legitimately probably the best in the world in I these kind of games. Okay. Attaining a perfect score of 3,333,360 in Pac-Man requires a player to eat every fruit, power pellet, blue ghost, and dot without losing a life. Billy did just that in 1999 in a New Hampshire arcade, negotiating the complex 256th screen after six hours of gobbling. <laughs> That's what it says. Can't gobble like me, weeb, weeby, 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 haha. Weeby, <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> can't do this, weeby. Um, no, he. Uh, what was that last <laughs> one? I just kind of had a flinch. <laughs> I like this. this one's my favorite. Just that little. <laughs> what is this video from? That was a produced video. <laughs> I think that was from the 2007 documentary, The King of Kong. He's in a lot of documentaries. He's also had a short acting he career. Do interviews though. That wasn't very good. Yeah, he doesn't do interviews. <laughs> I don't do interviews. Don't Thank do you interviews. for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> There's an interview where they said they said, they said yeah you've. Uh, in your first interview, or no, he said he said you've done a hundred interviews where you've mentioned this, and he's like, "What was I, said, I don't do any interviews?" He's like, "He's like I name, don't do any. Please believe me, <laughs> please. I don't do any. You have I don't to cut that out. <laughs> any interviews, edit that out. I don't cuss. I <laughs> just I just put a bunch of just so much, g- like all like the car horn noise, and yeah. you know, just yeah, over the different. top, yeah. over the top, yeah. Um. <laughs> don't don't change that part though. Leave that part exactly how yeah, he did exactly it. what I did. <laughs> so he uh, uh, he now still retains his records, still retains his restaurant and his hot sauce brand. <laughs> Not that he was going to lose that. Um, and he's kind of he, <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of. Should it, I try to steal this guy's restaurant? <laughs> You sure are getting a lot of attention for that restaurant, aren't you? I see a lot of people go to your. Well, here's what here's what I genuinely think happened. I think he was a guy who always loved the attention. That's why he liked pinball. Right. That's why he liked Donkey Kong. And then he got a lot of attention for being good at Donkey Kong. He got in Life Magazine. He was on MTV. He was on tour doing this gaming stuff. He got flown. And he says this. He's very specific to mention this whenever he talks about his trip to Tokyo for Pac Man. He said they flew me out on a first class class ticket. Always mentions that, and so he lived the high life, yeah. doing this stuff for sure. a minute. Um, and Steve Weeby stole that from him, and he couldn't have that. And I think he knew someone eventually would, and so he made these fakes um, and was prepared to preserve his honor and his attention. I guess that he got from it, even though he wasn't doing it anymore, and he sure. wasn't good enough anymore to still do it. And so I think he legitimately was really good when he was younger. But I think there came a point where, as happens with anybody, he was no longer the goat, and he couldn't take it, and he cheated to maintain his status, and he kind of got away with it legally, legally, allegedly, he got away with it. Sure, but all of us know that allegedly, he cheated. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, not all of us know that, you know. What do you know. think? I think that. It's pretty wild <laughs> that one day I got a I got a 
a letter from Juan Wagon. Ronald <laughs> <laughs> <Juan> Wagon <laughs> wrote me a letter. Ronald <laughs> Wagon huh? wrote me a letter about the Walmart Dwarfs. Dwarfs. Well, he said, "Congratulations on visiting the Super Bowl." <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Not a lot of kids your age do that. Yeah, most kids are too busy fiddling off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for watching this episode. If you enjoyed it, we've got another one about a woman named Tonda Dickerson who won the lottery and it destroyed her life. It's a crazy story and we have a lot of fun. There's a lot of great bits, a lot of funny stories that we go down in that episode. So make sure you check that out. Um, but if not, thanks for being here. Uh, make sure you follow. Check us out on social uh, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>